It was like the last time when I was the least professional one while you're fighting my cat and <laughs> yeah. still talking while he was trying to get those awesome, uh, those bird he feathers. the feathers, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty fun. That's good stuff. It was amazing. We had a great time. Incorporated in 1875, proclaimed as the City of Destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the City of Grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I am Justin. I'm Scott. And with us today is one of my favorite guests, Suzanne Ackerman, who works at the Point Defiant Zoo and Aquarium, who does stuff with drinking for conservation, and the Point Defiance AAZK. That's right. Now, what is that? Uh, so Point Defiance AAZK or AZAC, if you want to, for Ooh, some reason, pronounce Azac. it instead of use the initials, is the Zookeepers Association. So basically, it's zookeepers who get together and volunteer their time because they love animals and conservation so much that they do it at work and then when they're done with the work too. <laughs> so you don't have to be a zookeeper to be in the Zookeepers Association. So it stands for the American Association of Zookeepers, but we also have volunteers who are interpreters and docents at the zoo. We have uh, some youth volunteers actually. So there's some teenagers who join oh, us cool. now and then. And you don't actually have to be a zookeeper to join, but you then get to participate in fun fundraising activities and things like that. So it's Which fun stuff. I've recently, I, I, I noticed it when we recently were a part of refreshments for Red Red Wolves. That's right. And so we were having a fun time. And Scott and I talked about that on our uh, uh, our excellent adventure in Tacoma. Yeah, because we ended up. At, yeah, we ended up at Brewers Row. Yeah. for this specific event for that one for drinking for conservation. And then looking on the event page, I saw the the Azac, and I was like, I, I need to ask her what that is. So cool, yeah. awesome. So technically, Azac is the like parent umbrella organization for drinking for conservation. So they give us our like nonprofit. Status. Uh, all right. So we're a committee run by the zookeepers. So drinking for conservation. So we're and we're technically separate from the zoo. So yeah, drinking for conservation. Mm-hmm. Azac is a little related, related side side gig. And it's in it and it kind of makes sense on that stuff because it's like you're going out and having refreshments and and you know not like drinking for the animals, but a lot of the times working with the bars to get um, a little bit of the proceeds to go towards these charitable uh, a lot of, events. A lot of jobs frown on the drinking for <laughs> anything, so I, I totally understand how the zoo doesn't want well, to get right behind Well, we're all about that, right? the conservation right. rather mm-hmm. than the drinking part. We emphasize that, but also a lot of I mean zoo events that are catered and things allow alcohol on grounds and of course they um, do, but they want right? to of course yeah <laughs> we're adults and we're not promoting 
over serving. No. We just are saying people are going to be out. They're going to be having fun. Let's give a cut of this to the animals. Well, Why and, not? Yeah, the one yeah. we went to was, um, I don't even think alcohol was part of the gig. It was That's just right. the food, right? It was mm-hmm. just the food. So, yeah, yeah, it was refreshments. Yeah. yeah. And, and we, they have good food at Brewers oh, Row. Oh my gosh, was it was so good. So good. <laughs> yeah. Like, we I, both jumped on that. We're like, yeah. oh, hold yeah. on. Yeah. Like, it Scott, was good. Scott got the tacos. I did. Mm-hmm. Like, he got the tacos and God, what did I have? I had something that was really good and I can't remember right now. But it was like just some like the appetizer stuff. Did you get was, one of the giant burritos? Yes. Yes. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Exactly. And they were yeah. so great. So good. And it's it's hilarious because when you're like Brewers Row and like I'm trying to figure out what it meant, but yeah. it's because they serve coffee and breakfast burritos in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then as the time goes on, they're like, well, we're going to keep open and we, you can have nachos. We also had the nachos too. Oh, and oh we yeah. Had like nachos <laughs> oh, and other churros too. Oh, churros. churros yeah. Oh my well. God. I know that. I know that we totally went nuts. About it the last time that we did the uh, when we did the Dude, recap yeah. of what it was. Those churros were legit. I think we got a dozen of the churros and they mm-hmm. were straight. They were yep. so good. good. I had way more than I should have because it was because of, it though, was right? for the Red Wolves. Yes, right. yeah, that's yes. why. Yes. Exactly for the Red Wolves. Yes. My wife was like, "How many do you have?" And I'm like, "We don't need to talk about. Don't need that. to count. Like, we don't need to count. Need. I'm doing it for the animals, man. <laughs> churro. <laughs> don't churro shame me. There you go. Oh, <laughs> but shit." Seriously, thank you for coming out here and enduring yeah. the Union Club. We're in the basement. I told the ghosts to back off, and oh, thank well, you. I think I told them to chill out. Oh, it's and chilled out. That's man, the problem. Cool, it's very today. cold. Like it's it is it's, sort of Arctic in here. Yeah, yeah. And if you go mm-hmm. upstairs, not so much. No. Yeah. But we're recording in the basement because mm-hmm. that's what we generally do. It's not usually this cold in here. No. Honestly, but it's today, not. all day, it's been like this. Like our first guest, she was down here and like her teeth were chattered. Like, yeah, oh. sorry. Yeah, she was freezing. <laughs> we're like, maybe it'll get warmer as we go along. No. Even when the sun no. came out, it didn't Mm-mm. get warmer. No. But I want to thank everyone. Hopefully, they're listening in the warmth of their own home. Yeah. Uh, or car on your way to work. Or yeah, yeah, exactly. Or on the train going on to Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys want to get a hold of us, you can do so by hitting us an email at info at gritcitypodcast.com. You can find all of us on social media. Hit up our Instagram or our Twitter or our Facebook. You can find it right at gritcitypodcast.com or even on the descriptor of this podcast. But if you can't find it, you can Google it. Like it's really easy. Like, Internet now is just making everything super easy. Yeah, you should Google us anyway, just to give us some some Google some hits, search yeah. hits, and stuff like, like that. Yeah. Uh, also, our Patreon, patreon.com slash Grit City Podcast. If you want to help us out financially, you can do so. And a lot of that stuff is just us kicking back in, uh, getting into uh, events that we want to be doing. We're going to be bringing back the boot to boot this year. Woo! Oh, you're going to come. Uh, yeah. Uh, now you have to. Now it's <laughs> now recorded. It now it's it's done. Last year, we started at the Flying Boot on 38th and G Street, mm-hmm. went all the way down to the Camp Bar, which I would imagine uh, they were so awesome that I feel that they would be down for us doing that again. Dude, they were great. They were amazing. I can't say enough good things about that place. I really want to expand it this year. Uh, we won't be able to go to the hub, unfortunately, because the yeah. hub's no longer there. Um, but there's something around there that we could probably make something happen. Yeah, with. we'll figure something out. And then you ended up at Ryan House, right? Because that's yes. where I found you. Yeah, that's right. You showed up there, and we were so yeah. happy to see you. Yes, it was fun. I remember that. You do you? No. Do you? <laughs> like, I do, actually, kind oh, of. Oh, good. I remember at that point, um, AV being very excited to see you, but it might have been, it was at least during (laughs) the drinking of the boot. It was. And that was a whole other experience because 
I hadn't. I, I couldn't. I couldn't breathe into the breathalyzer that was given to us at the hub because I did it wrong, and oh. I wasn't going to put in another quarter. Um, but both Brogan and Scott had already blew legal at that point, and then drank a boot yeah. of beer. That was mm. before the boot. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have been drinking that much. It yeah, was fantastic. Yeah. Would have saved me a broken knee. Did you learn your lesson? No. 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 Doing, it, doing again. it again. <laughs> Injuries be damned. Uh, but yeah, it was good to see you there at all yeah. of that. It's fun. I mean, do you live in Tacoma proper? No, I don't. I live a little bit north in sort of the Auburn Federal Way-ish okay. area. But since I work in Tacoma, I just am You do a lot, a lot of stuff and, here, yeah, so it's really yeah. awesome. Yeah. And this is all, yeah. It is awesome. No, I love Tacoma. It's that, fun. It is fun. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about, uh, obviously, is drinking for conservation, which we've mentioned before. But as a, and there's, you guys have monthly events, and if people want to go to the Facebook page, they can find it. And again, like the links are right on this, they can find if they're not listening to us in March of 2020 because it may be on a later date. Right. You, you guys are always doing something, so there's yes. an event coming up. If you've already missed the one that's happened. The one happening in March is the Penguins, March for Penguins, yes. which makes sense, which is also great because it's a play on the uh, the movie. Yeah. Uh, the, what movie? The the Penguin March movie. It's something about marching. and <laughs> Yeah, the marching of the, the penguins. Or, of, yeah. uh, the shuffling of penguins. Yeah, the shuffling, shuffling of penguins. Oh. Yeah. And, uh, sounds right. Yeah. Uh. And so a great play on that, but also it's March and for penguins. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what's going on with that. So on March 25th, which is a Wednesday at State Street Brewing um, on State Street, surprise, from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m., we are going to be having an event where if you love conservation and you love penguins, come on out because we have not only State Street donating a dollar per pint for that whole time period, but we also have a locally known uh, photographer and author who also used to be a professor at PLU. Again, shout out to Tacoma. And he is coming out with a book about penguins. And he went on a quest to photograph every type of penguin in the world. And he is now, his book is launching and it just so happened to coincide with, we were already going to do an event for penguins in March. And so his book is coming out in April and he will be there. And instead of doing like a presentation, he's just going to be there to hang out. He's going to have his laptop so he can show all the awesome photos on it. So you can just, if you like penguins or you're a bird nerd or you just, (laughs) yeah, you you want to come out and talk about penguins penguins this is the guy to talk to so i'm hoping that we'll get a good turnout and well, well, lots of interest when we went to brewers row there was a great turnout of people like, oh yeah and it's and it's and it's hilarious and we even talked about it in the old episode it's like you're going around with your bucket yes you're you're you're, you're the bucket you're just like hey man it's like you know maybe a little donation in addition to what you've been doing here but when we were talking you said like a lot of people had come specifically for this event and that's got to be really great for you Yeah, I always feel like it's a win-win type of fundraiser because not only do the animals get the money from the venue donating, but the venue gets whoever we can get to come into the place. So we try our best to promote and get people to come in because then there are people who will come and say, oh, I really want to support Red Wolves, but I've never been to Brewers Row before. And then they learn that it's an awesome place. So same thing with State Street. Hopefully it'll help them out. They'll be like, I want to talk about penguins with this professor and see all of his cool 
pictures. So they'll show up at State Street and learn, hey, this is actually a fun little local State Street place that yeah, uh, that's yeah, how that it worked for it. us because we we didn't um, i've never been to brewer's world before yeah, yeah. like i had no. i just i hadn't in a lot of the times it's a like a, a north Dakota, uh, tacoma sort of thing mm-hmm. where i just haven't been to a lot of the bars up around that area right so it was great to be able to go and experience something like that yeah so we hope that it's useful for the venue too that we can get uh-huh. people to come find new places and uh, that they'll maybe become regulars at for these sure. places yeah um, another cool thing about doing the the wolves one was there was a there was a lady there from um out in she does a I mean you you, uh, you would probably know better uh but she they they raise wolves they were out and I I haven't I can't remember her name or anything yes. so that's, I know what I, you're that's why I keep pointing at you, you. Kind of I'm like come on do you know what I'm talking about? talking about I do know what you're talking about so there is a red that was awesome. wolf yeah. cuz she laid on all kinds of wolf oh, yeah. knowledge dude and oh she like, knows Whoa. all the wolf things yeah. yes she does yeah. um that was Jamie and she works at the uh, red wolf breeding facility yes. that is here in um Washington and and yeah, so she works with wolves every day and she was so excited to be at that event. She was there all day helping to um, carry the bucket around and chat with people about <laughs> red wolves because people want to, they're interested in the animal, but um, also sometimes people come because they're interested in the venue. So like maybe some Brewers Row followers came to that one, like they just saw the posters up at the place and were like, maybe I do want to support red wolves. So right? it goes both ways. It's useful for everybody. And then yeah. you get people there who know about it. So you're like, well, what is this about? And then also... What are the animals about? Right. Because like, I didn't know that we had uh, a breeding yeah. sanctuary for red wolves in Washington at all. Yeah. Obviously, I forgot what it was called until you just said it. So. Yeah. But no, I, I thought that was the neatest thing was having somebody that was kind of a specialist in, in that thing there. So yeah. with, the, with the penguin thing, I think that's neat too. Mm-hmm. So it just was kind of a spoiler. Did, did he actually take pictures of all the penguins? Of every single penguin? Uh, well, here's the thing. The book is not out yet, and so you're I not do not know. Tell us. Yeah, I don't know. You can ask him when you're there. And yeah, you can see all I also want to see all the photos. I don't know. I'm excited. And that was I. I know that there are different penguins, obviously, but I don't know how many different. Like two. there's just two. There's, just em- two. there's, <laughs> there, there's emperor penguins. There's this one and that one. Isn't there like a monarch there's, penguin? There's or North like- American and South American penguins. That's it. Other than that, no, I don't just, believe you at I'm all. Too good because I'm totally pulling that out of my butt. <laughs> I have no how I have no idea how many types oh my of God. penguins there are. Now do they have they have penguins at the zoo, right? Yeah, we do. We have Magellanic penguins uh, that are from South America. See? Oh, okay. yeah. South America. Yeah. So oh. all species of penguins are from the southern Shit. hemisphere. Yeah. So, so now you're just a fucking liar now, Scott. Yeah, well, I told I, you I didn't know what I was talking about. I can about. like send you on some sort of wild goose chase, but it'll be a wild penguin chase to go find the North American <laughs> penguins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we have them up here. Whatever. <laughs> I actually wanted to talk about something uh, about the zoo. And it's, I mean, I love the fact that we've got the the Point Defiant Zoo and Aquarium uh, in Tacoma. They've done a lot of reno- renovations recently. Yeah. Um, but the one thing I was excited about uh, looking at the events page, you have a pregnant musk ox. Yes. And apparently this isn't like a normal thing. No, it is a rarity for sure. So we are also super excited huh. about this because baby muskox, that's going to be cute. Are they I mean, also be- important for yeah. breeding, etc. but cute. I yeah. Mean, yeah. So like how when when you have all of the different animals 
Um, and when spring is it, it's normally spring when it comes around with, yeah. with, with, with the animals. Um, is it really kind of just like new baby time? Is it just to be expected every year you're going to have an influx of baby animals or no? Okay. It, uh, it depends. So certain species have like a board of experts that manages them. So there's a stud book oh. keeper who knows where all of the Sumatran tigers is, are, at what zoo they're at, what their parent lineage is, and will decide, um, the group of geneticists and scientists and everybody will decide which tigers should breed and which tigers shouldn't breed. Oh. And it'll they'll make a recommendation. So just and throw then, them in a pen and be like, hey, go like, for it, bro. No, no, it's no, like huh? Match.com for, wow. for Sumatran tigers. And actually, the <laughs> Sumatran tiger stud book keeper uh, is uh, the curator at Point Defiance, so she knows Ooh. where all the tigers are. We have a, a tiger really? specialist. Yeah. So it depends on the species. So some mm-hmm. of them are managed that way, and then you will be participating in those decisions, and then you'll know, should we try and breed? Should we? Or do we have a hold on these animals? Uh, and they would make decisions like that based on how genetically represented is that animal in the population. So if there's an animal that has, say, tons of litter mates out there that are also having babies, then they might say, hold off, no need to breed this guy because he's already got his genes well represented. Or it could be, oh, this animal is a very rare lineage, and so we want to make sure to preserve those genetics and try and breed that wow. animal. So it's actually very scientific and complicated, although I like the image that you said of just throw all, <laughs> every, throw everybody together in a pen. Let's just Battle see what happens. I don't know. It's kind of how it works out that's how yeah. it should be a like, little bit just like a bar mixer or something yeah. like that i, re- I you know really it turns out for most people right <laughs> yeah it turns out poorly i prefer our <laughs> match.com for tigers sounded better i don't know oh it's way better a bar mixer <laughs> seriously way better I, I want the job title like stud manager at some point yeah. in my life though <laughs> i you think just put that on a business I'm, card dude i might <laughs> just don't put the Grit City Podcast logo with it. Ooh, Grit City no, Podcast. No, no, stud stud no, stud keeper. No, that's that's horrifying. Uh, stud keeper is that what you said? Is stud book keeper stud is, book would be keeper. that? Person. Yeah, dude, that that sounds almost illegal, honestly. <laughs> but it's fine when you're breeding for animals. Sure, it is. is. It? I don't know. You're making it weird now. But there's a lot of other upcoming events happening. I know yes. that there's something going on for St. Patty's Day as well. Yes. Do you know anything about that? I know a little bit about that. So uh, I believe it's the weekend just before St. Mm-hmm. Patrick's Day, March 15th. There will be some special enrichments given to some of the animals. They'll be maybe like green themed or luck themed four leaf oh, clover fun. sorts mm-hmm. of things. And enrichments. I think we talked about enrichments before. That's just anything fun or different or even like a fun smell that the animal doesn't usually smell or a toy they don't usually get that they can play with. So this will be specific animals at specific times that people can come watch them play with their new toy or whatever. It's kind of along the lines that you guys have done stuff for like Halloween with like pumpkins and stuff, right? Yeah. So it's the same sort of theme, but along with St. Patty's Day and not beer. Like, I, I don't know. Right. You guys that don't, is yeah. weird uh, that St. Patrick's Day has a big association with beer, isn't it? Is it I weird? Was, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's like I one of our favorite things yeah, to go do. Don't right? all holidays? Is it because it's Irish? I yeah, I think that's it. Probably just green drinking. and beer. There's not really a lot more to St. Patrick's Day, is there? I don't know. Not really. No. Not really. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything about the saints <laughs> or Saint, religious stuff. St. So. Patrick was the. Oh, Justin's gonna pull it out. He knows. 
I want to say something about snakes. I just right? want to say driving the snakes out of Ireland oh, was snakes? the was the, was the lore of that. See, you should yeah. know this like a biologist, zoologist lady. Snakes well, there aren't any right? snakes in Ireland. Well, no, it's because they were all driven off. So maybe, yeah. Is that why? Maybe we need. I, I think, like, <laughs> like literally, like if the corrections department comes and corrects me, I'm I'm sure that yeah. it's going to happen. Dude, I wish there was an internet page we could just search oh, this just up. Bring it oh, yeah, up. I was going like, to say, hey, like, guys. should we just ask Siri? I mean, don't do it. No, no. We'll just pretend we're right. So as you're driving to work and you know we're wrong, just just like, bottle we're that. We're sorry. Anger. We're yeah. sorry. Yeah. If you're really mad about it, you can send us an email info at gritcitypodcast.com. <laughs> Don't say that we're wrong on our Facebook page. Can you do it on a private message, please? Because we already know we're wrong. Um, I wanted to give a shout out, and this is um, nothing specifically to do with you, but you're yeah. we're going to do some other things going on with this. Um, we had our friend Mandy come in, yeah, and I wanted to give this shout out a couple times before, but she took some great pictures of uh of the pizza bros podcast which yeah. was a, a one a couple of weeks back and even billy from mary mark and billy that's what i was yeah. gonna say both of them right? and so those are going to be up on uh, they're probably up at this point on the facebook page i uh, did a couple of pictures and i'm posting some of them on the instagram as well so if you want to see some amazing shots and maybe if you want to have mandy come and do something uh i tagged her right in the pages it's just mandy creative um but i think uh, what I would love to do, and if she's going to have the time, because she takes amazing pictures, is just to come to some of the drinking of for have her come yeah. to some of those drinking for oh, conservation be things, because she's taking some amazing pictures. And as long as it, her schedule brings it, she's she's our official unofficial photographer for the show. She's done some stuff at NorwestCon with us, mm-hmm. and then she did like Old Soldier. Um, way back when we first started, Old Soldier, and then I even want to say Odd Otter or maybe Wingman. Oh, it was Wingman. Like yeah. our original pictures with me and Brogan, Brogan at Wingman. Um, I think she did those. So. And you've just recently been to Wingman. Doing yeah. Stuff. I, uh, I think it was her Denzian's The Dark thing. I can't remember. Wingman does so much cool stuff all the yeah. time. I just yeah. I just knew that I was playing Dungeons and Dragons with uh, Rusty and some other people at the bar. I took your wife. Yeah, out. you're yeah. like my wife's like I'm bored. I'm like go party with some other people, and she's <laughs> like fine. I'll go with Scott and Becca, and we're gonna go drink. Yeah, and we just did. went did a little bit of a tour of Tacoma. Yeah, it was super fun, man. You anytime you go to Wingman, it's a good time. And that place when they do something like that, where they're putting out new beers, it just it's packed. It's packed, right? And yeah. they, they think they do five dollar beers or something. Damn. And they just do them all, like, just one after the other after the other. <laughs> it's the best, dude. Um, but, yeah, they saw Ken there. I saw the guys, the um, Bikro Brew guys were there. I really? Saw, oh, yeah, dude. Um, we saw a bunch of people. It was so much fun. So, yeah. So, uh, shout out to all of that stuff. Yeah, all on. those people there. <laughs> all right. Uh, what are you looking at on your beer status here? Oh, it's time for another one? Yeah, I think it's time for another do one. break? Yeah, we're going to do a break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to yeah. do some coaster questions with Woo. Suzanne. All right. Some, build a fire some, in here, man. I know, right? <laughs> some drunk people uh, asking you some questions on that, and then we'll do the called shots. Ooh. And uh, beyond that, uh, just have some fun talking with Suzanne. So we'll be back in just a minute. You're supposed to say diecutstickers.com all the time. So that'll like, be my job in this. I could ask you about your interesting coaster, and you could tell me. Jeff. I'm drunk. Oh, you want to don't make play? this hard? Let's yeah. 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 All right, all right. Jeff, you start. Are we doing something now? Yeah. yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. yeah. Act like here. Make 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 a noise. Bang bang that bang that against the. Hey Scott, be careful! You about spilled your beer all over my Grit City podcast sticker. Yeah, don't worry, man. They're they're durable. They're made by DieCutStickers.com. By who? DieCutStickers.com. How do you get them? Go to DieCutStickers.com and tell them the Grit City podcast sent you. Exactly. That's where you can get high quality, durable stickers for any of your needs. 
Grit City 15 to get 15% off. <laughs> I couldn't come up with it. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, we need to put that in. But I couldn't. I couldn't. My brain didn't work fast enough. Can we do it again? This is too much fun, but I'm, I'm a little too tipsy to be doing this. Uh, I have karaoke. I would not say that I do on a frequent basis. Uh, what's your go-to karaoke song? I have zero. I he don't karaoke He does all. not. Justin, do you? Oh, yeah. I've Just, got a lot of them. He's okay. deep. Yeah. Let's hear them. What are so, they? So um, some of the standbys, I'll do Gorillas Clean Eastwood um, because I can oh, do most of that. That's good. Uh, Summer of 69 is a good one. Uh, <laughs> Echo and the Bunnymen, Killing Moon. Oh. Like a lot, of, a lot of 80s uh-huh. one hits or like one off hits. And you didn't realize it was going to go this deep, did you? No, Justin. He, he had a list oh. prepared. Oh yeah, he oh yeah. Loves it. I was writing them down. I even did uh, "That's All" by Genesis. Oh. Like, uh, there's a couple of different ones. Uh, I'll go into. I did. Um, I've got friends in low places. I did that That's one. A lot of people's go to. Yeah. Well, and another thing with that one too is that everyone will sing along. So sure. I'm looking for ones that you get. I don't mm. want to do the. Uh, the, 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 I don't know, the solo ballads. Yeah. You're not a Celine Dion. My, I've done my heart. Although people I might sing. I've done my is, heart will so go on. Might sing bit. along with you on that one. Maybe. But that, that one was also about, uh, when someone, uh, sets you up, like they'll, you just won't know and they'll just write one in for you. Oh, so I've danger. Done, I've done my heart. will go on <laughs> to that. I've done live in La Vida Loca mm. on that one like okay. that. Back at the old Bolero in Lakewood, like off of South Tacoma Way, we would go into that little, like, little divey bar at the bowling alley and just get hammered. That was the place where I fell off the stage. Uh, yeah, my friend was doing Like a Virgin. We, uh, we put him up to that and he wasn't going to do it. So myself, I think it was Brogan. It might have been Brogan. I, I bet it was. And so he wasn't going to do it. So we dragged him up there. It was myself, him, and Mark, whom the big... Yeah, yeah, giant drunk, and so it was the three of us singing like a virgin, and I fell off the stage. And that's that's pretty apt, though. I mean, really, the three in your early (laughs) twenties. Yeah, welcome back to the episode, and we're back, and that's staying in because why not? With us today is Susan Ackerman with Suzanne. Suzanne, sorry, get that shit right, Suzanne Ackerman. From the Point Defiant Zoo and Aquarium, drinking for conservation. You can cut that part out if you want to, or we'll just start oh, no, over. We'll you know, we'll be it. like, it's embarrassing. He mispronounced my name. Right? And every time no, I try it's... to make it, like I talk to myself <laughs> about it. No, no. And you've said my name it. a lot in the past, and you've said it right, so I'm going to forgive this one. Nice. Thank you. Thank <laughs> don't, goodness. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> but if I do it, yeah, just keep on yelling at me. Um, I wanted to talk about some of the fun stuff. We're going to get to called shots, and we're going to get to coaster questions. But upcoming shows, Mother's Day, there's a show going on. Or it's about Mother's Day? What's going on with no, this? No, no. So around what? Mother's Day, we're around. opening a new show. Oh. So if you've been to the zoo in the past and you've seen the show that they do down at the Wild Wonders stage... <laughs> This past couple of years, it's been a Western themed, like sheriff dog in charge. And, yes. Um, yeah. I so, love the dog, just by the way. Yeah. Cool. Everybody loves the dog. Come on now. So that show now, it was awesome, but is closed. And mm-hmm. so we are in progress of writing and creating a whole new show with a new theme. And you'll get to see that open. And that will run this summer um, through, I think it's like through Labor Day and possibly weekends in so September. So it starts on Mother's Day. Yes. Oh, so and you have some part in this? 
Oh, yes. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So we, my department is the one that's responsible for doing all of the writing of the programming. And we also train all the animals. And then we're also the actors on stage. So we kind of do a little bit of everything. But we have really good support from the uh, operations who help us build a lot of the set stuff in-house. And we have help with uh, messaging from our education department a little bit, too. So everybody kind of has their their say in making it all turn out well but we are super excited about our new theme because the new theme is going to be wizarding like oh, harry potter yeah. lord of the rings nice. sort of, yeah so super excited about that i just went back this weekend and watched willow because oh. it's on disney uh-huh. plus like the old willow yes with val kilmer yeah. and have you ever read Warwick those books? davis no they're Warwick books davis. oh dude the books are awesome really yeah willow's like a badass in the books he was just a, a, a not very know. good soon to be magician slash sorcerer no, he's like ones. the best wizard ever in the rest of them mm. really yeah. it's great books dude great oh, books. oh maybe yeah. that's what they're gonna do because i know they're gonna be bringing it back in terms of like a yeah. series oh they need to it's yeah fantastic it was a really good movie. I don't remember it being as good as it was. Oh, we should do that one for 80s movies. Oh, yeah. And I've already watched it. That's great. We still got to do RoboCop next. We do. <laughs> so yeah. we'll have See? we'll have Rusty and Ken on, and it'll just be us talking about a movie that we, we've all agreed to see. Love that. But <laughs> most of us may or may not have seen it. Like, Rusty yeah. doesn't even bother to watch them. And Scott will black out during the show. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. And yell about, yeah, yeah random things. Yeah. Yeah. But we end happens. up the whole the whole premise is to go watch a movie. We did it with Scanners first. Okay. Yeah. Which I don't know why. I think we ended up blaming like why. Steve Dunkelberger yeah, why we did it. Yeah. Uh the next one was Oh God, it was Gremlins. Gremlins. Yeah. It was Gremlins because oh. it was it was Christmas time and Gremlins is a Christmas movie. So it we is. decided to do that. It is. And then we tried to we're going to do Robocop. It's been delayed for now, but we're going to get to it eventually. So we're going to talk about that, which I recently watched. And yeah. eh, it's all right. Doesn't hold up. Some of these societal messages absolutely do, mm-hmm. which is kind of terrifying because it's a satire. And Ooh, a yeah. lot of it's really actually a little more close to real than I really would like. It Super to be. violent. You, Super. Forget, you forget mm-hmm. how violent the movie is. Yeah. But like, it's like, um, like. Every time they shoot somebody, there's five or six extra bullets. Yeah. <laughs> and like, like exploding, sure. like just body parts and stuff. It's and fantastic. Yeah. A guy who crashes into tox- a toxic waste vat. Yeah. See, just I just got splattered. a big smile on my face. I can't get it off. But I love it. Oh, that <laughs> toxic waste. Yes. yes. Scott Yay. loves that. Apparently, the new one, the 2014 version of Robocop, is bad as well. Um, oh. Different kind list. of bad. Just keeping with the theme. Yeah, I'm going to watch them both. Okay. There you are. <laughs> um, one thing you did mention about with like the new uh, with the, the 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 new program and all of that different things, and you previously mentioned about doing like having volunteer opportunities. Is there availability to volunteer at the zoo? Yes. How does that work out? So twice a year, there is a volunteer orientation. So you can go if you're an a, over 18, you can go and sit and they kind of just overview for you what the volunteer program is like so you can see if you want to join it. Oh, nice. And at first, 
it would be learning about all the different individual animals and departments at the zoo. So you get very knowledgeable about it and you might get to tour some of the areas. And then once you're really knowledgeable about it and about talking to people, then you get to actually stand in front of people and talk to them. So when you go through the zoo, you might run into these volunteers and they would tell you about maybe the, some of the walrus that you're looking at their names, their ages, what they eat, that kind of thing. Uh, They might even have something like a walrus tusk for you to look at or whatever. So those, there are volunteer opportunities for uh, people who want to do something like that. And then also there is a youth volunteer program and that is an amazing program. So teenagers can start volunteering at the zoo and they do such a great job of um, like getting some, I would almost call it professional development skills for teenagers. So they're a very dedicated group. They do like some conservation projects. They also learn how to stand in front of people and get some presentation skills going. That's a massive one. That's like, that's one of those things that if I would go back and I'd talk to my teenage self, I would say, um, at the very least, go and take an improv class. Yeah. Like, I took drama in, like, ninth grade or eighth grade. I didn't take it serious. But I, it's like, I wish I would have because getting in front of people is something that you have – like. People were like, oh, you'll never use algebra or something. Well, first off, you will, but you'll (laughs) use public speaking way more than you think you will. Mm -hmm. Like meetings or interviews or any of these things, learning to listen and then learning to be able to speak about a subject is so important. It is. It's so important. And being able to get that in a, like on a volunteer basis, which a lot of, I mean, if you're a teenager now, that's one of those things if you're going, if you want to go to um, post high school academics, you need that. You need some sort of volunteer work to get into any of these things. It's not just going to be test scores. Right. And to be able to practice a skill like that, that early and hone that skill early, people are going to be super impressed with you when you get to wherever you're going, Absolutely, whatever your next step is, if you already have some of those skills. And we have a lot of youth volunteers too. So I feel I'm really proud of, we're like raising this little conservation army because they start out thinking like, oh, I want to be at the zoo because I love animals, which is great. We want them to love animals. And then from there, you can take it a step further and say, now that you love animals, what do you want to do about it? Do you want to maybe become a field biologist? Or is there anything you can do about your home that can make your lifestyle a little bit more sustainable? And then you're like, well, now I just taught 80 to 100 teenagers to be a little more sustainable and maybe they're going to go out and tell more of their friends to be more sustainable or maybe even go into careers that have to do with conservation or animals so you never know what's going to spark somebody yeah into wanting to do something and it might be just something as simple as participating in like a community theater or volunteering at a zoo or doing any of these different things yeah you want to make sure and uh, get the kids out there, the kids uh, out there, but get them to, uh, you know, to, to be interested in stuff, you know? Yeah. And it's, and I, I don't want to be like, again, I'm just like, the kids Too out late. there in their Too video late. games, you okay, know? Okay, boomer. I know. I know. Like, but just <laughs> any way to make the world a little bit of a better place and be able to tell them about why everything is awesome and say, hey, animals are cool, but also... Keeping them around is really cool as well. Yeah. And one of the things that the youth volunteers got to do over the past few years is present our bug program. 
So Ooh, like tarantula, scorpion, yeah. and um, like leaf insects and things like that. Those and uh, they're awesome. <laughs> yeah, in a gross way. If you come see our youth volunteers <laughs> present about them, you will be so excited oh, about I bugs. I bet they do a great job. They do a great job. And we had started this program not really realizing the effect it would have on the teenagers because we'd expected like, oh, we want visitors to learn about bugs and learn to like them. And mm-hmm. then instead, I mean, also not instead, but in addition, <laughs> we created teenagers who all of a sudden loved bugs because they got, of them. Yeah, they got involved in being a youth volunteer, probably because they were more interested in seals or penguins or tigers Monkeys. or lemurs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then it was like, actually, I really like these bugs. <laughs> so it was and, cool. And and that's creepy. Yeah, they are. But also, <laughs> if you can get one less person who will call you when you're in another state freaking mm-hmm. out, about, out about a giant tarantula mm-hmm. on your wall. Well, not even a tarantula. It, was it happened a, one time. Dude. It was a big spider on the wall <laughs> that neither either of my cats will deal anything with or my wife. And I'm getting pictures while I'm in Chicago saying, uh, I can't help what do you. I do? And then the, oh, my God, it fell off of the wall and I don't know where it is. And I'm like. I can't help you. You've got a couple of cats that should be doing something here. We didn't train them properly. We should have taken them. Do you them to leave the, the room training. and lock the doors? <laughs> that was the bedroom. She was like, Whatever. "How am I supposed to sleep?" I guess I guess you're not going to sleep. That's but. why we have a guest room. <laughs> so, yeah. well, maybe the guest room was for the spiders. Oh. Well, it is now. Yeah, yeah, and that's. Ex- I mean, just being able to not, you know, have people freak out about it. Is cool and it's like normalizing bugs because bugs are everywhere. Yeah. And in Washington, like there's a really big long spider season. Ugh. And yeah. Do they get big here too? They do. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's okay. Gross. Right. We like them. Sure. Mm-hmm. Now, is there a spider exhibit? There's tarantulas. We at do the zoo, have right? a tarantula. The uh, tarantula is named Coraline, Aww. and I know, isn't that sweet? It's adorable. <laughs> she and she uh. is adorable. I love Coraline, so she will be part of our bug program this summer. So you can see her sporadically at like unscheduled encounters mm-hmm. where you might just see, which is one of the really cool things about Point Defiance. As just as you're walking around, you might see somebody just out with an animal that you can come up and see up close. Out with so, a spider. Yeah, uh, Coraline does come out wow. with so she has like a little uh box a clear box that she goes in that's built like her habitat and so you might see her out in that so you can that's really cool. come up close and personal with her and then in the summer when we open the program that we, you can come see her at scheduled times that's awesome yeah i don't know if you knew this i probably never even told you this but what? my uh when i was very young uh, my mom had a tarantula oh. named Harry. Oh, dude, I just want this to be a Harry. stepdad story. No, <laughs> he, he no, like held you down and no, put it on your stomach. No, or it something. wasn't anything like that. Damn like, it, Harry! I wish it Harry was. always stayed in his aquarium, oh. and uh, it was fun because. Uh, he would be fed either mice or crickets. Oh, so Crick- he's a big one. Then. He was a big one. Wow. Crickets were less fun because he wouldn't chase anything. He would just wait oh, until they yeah. just like leaped into his basically his mouth, and so that wasn't as That's fun. What I do. Is that how you just do that? wait till food just falls into your mouth? Just- Sometimes, <laughs> but it was very interesting, and like I've never been super weirded out by spiders. Yeah, and I think that's kind of watched one of those it things. eat a mouse, and then I was like, "Fuck, my toes that size." <laughs> I don't never. I never even thought of it yeah, like that. Now you will, though. And now I will, but like, I don't have spiders, and Michelle isn't going to let that happen. I'm glad she's there to protect you, bro. Yeah, right. Uh, let's get to some coaster questions. So, Ooh, at my, I thought you were going to tell a story about your 
Spider, did I ruin it? No, that was, that it. was it. That was oh, it. I was shit, very I little. It. Like, I don't want to talk about how it died because that's kind of set. Well, Aww. it froze to death Aww. because Aww. the heat broke in our house and my grandma wasn't as cool with spiders. Uh, so the spider wasn't coming. So we came back broke. and it was frozen. Your grandma's like, fuck that spider. Yeah. Like, she just yeah. turned the heater down all the way. <laughs> I no, mean, we weren't living with her, but the heat broke at our house and we went to go stay with my grandmother oh, okay. who would not let us bring the spider along with yeah. us. Yeah. Which Smart grandma. I understand now, but yeah. poor spider froze. So. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. You should have let it go. So, R.I.P. Harry. Yeah, R.I.P. Harry. <laughs> also, um, if you're going to dispose of tarantulas, um, hide it under like the trash a little bit so you don't scare the shit out of the <laughs> trash man. This was many decades ago. I'm a 40 year old. And this was like you're, single you're, digits. I was like, like four or five sure. or excuses, three. Or, and I didn't personally do it. But oh, sure. Don't send I any hate didn't. mail to my mother. Holy moly. Oh. You know how much fun I would have with a like a, a dead spider right now? Like or a like a molted no. skin? Because that's <laughs> a oh, thing the as molts, well. Yes. The molts look exactly like a tarantula. Yeah. So it, actually, it's really cool. When Coraline molts, if you come in the next morning and she's molted overnight, which she only she's adult now, so she only molts like maybe every two years. Oh, okay. it looks like there are two of her sitting mm-hmm. there right together. They look exactly like a complete tarantula. It's amazing. Yeah, you say amazing. Now, is it a little kind of creepy? Like, do do I don't want to say that there's like I don't want to like cast aspersions on the professionalism at the point to find soon aquarium. Right. But we are super fascinated when it happens. I will admit that when she's molting, there will be like a squealy sound from the room that she lives in. And then there'll be like this call down the hallway, like Coraline's going to molt. And then like the other zookeepers People come running. running and we're like, and very what? excited about Which, it. it. It happens so slowly that you don't really get to see that no. much of it unless you stand for a long time. And I will admit that watching it in fast forward, which you can find like YouTube videos of people who have filmed Ooh. it and then fast forward is creepy. Fast forward, creepy. Well, but Scott, it's pretty cool. You like YouTube videos. I love YouTube videos, yeah, you but probably, I stay away from the creepy ones. You probably so. don't want to watch that. Yeah, I probably <laughs> won't ever watch it. Yeah. All right, let's get into some coaster questions. Uh-oh. Coaster questions. These are actually from people that uh, I didn't write these ones, so this oh. is very exciting. Ooh. What was your. S- oh, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Look? Yeah. <laughs> what was your scariest uh, moment? Oh. And this is to the zoo biologist. So this, I'm going to assume that your scariest moment possibly at work or in this sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, with with an an animal. animal. That's not a human. Right. (laughs) Animal is not a human. Scariest moment. Um, that is a really good question. Most of the animals that I have worked with over my lifetime have been on the small side because they are ones that come out on stage. So I haven't ever, I don't think, been in like a fear for my life kind of situation. Okay. Anything super exciting in that way. Although I was an intern at Northwest Trek which is our sort of sister facility. And it's a little more rugged rodeo style out there. Not rodeo. Don't worry. They don't lasso anybody. (laughs) But uh, when I was first starting out, uh, I did do some work where you drive around in the big free roam area in a truck and you have like uh, buckets of grain that you're pouring out for some of the animals. And uh, when I was very new at it, I would say it was kind of intimidating to just be like, I'm going to hop out of the truck now. And I have a big bucket of food and right in front of me are animals that weigh hundreds of pounds 
And so I do remember once hopping out on um, one of the first days, hopping out and being told to um, drop the bucket of grain and then having the driver of the truck, who was my sort of like the intern mentor at the time, say, okay, now get back in the truck real fast because of the look that that buck is giving you. And I was oh, like, no. Um, I'm just going to do it real fast. I don't know what you're talking about. And like, he was just probably extra interested in the grain, but still had a look in his eye. Apparently that the keeper was like, he's going to move real fast and we don't know where. So just, just get back in the truck. Well, and that's like when you go to a place like Northwest Trek and it's a little bit more open, it astounds me because thinking on that end and then going to a place like Yellowstone yeah. and... You see these gigantic bison and they're just they're allowed to roam free and people will just walk up to them and like bellow at them like they don't think that this gigantic <laughs> multi-ton beast is going to completely and utterly wreck you. you they're, you're yeah. not supposed to pet them, dude. You're what? not supposed to get oh, no, you're supposed to stay very far away. <laughs> and I did like the pictures that I have from there are a lot of kind of the forced perspective where it yeah. looks like I'm pretty close. But actually, I'm like football a respectable feet away. distance. Yeah. 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 And I'm watching people just like meander up towards them. And I'm like, you guys are really dumb because so- these are. Gigantic beasts, and just like you said, like with the eyes, like you don't you don't know what they're thinking. No, nope. you don't know if you think that their food, if you they think that your food, if they notice the food that you've let down, if they think that maybe it's mating season, and then suddenly terrifying things are about that. You don't know. Right? They just don't even care about you. And they, and they might not the even... other side of where you're standing. Right. And if you're just in the way and they get panicked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like they don't abide by the laws no. of humans. Yeah, there is something weird about tourists or uh, if you don't <laughs> know, like, ever. yeah, you're wandering over to animals and maybe they're lulled into a false sense of security because bison are like hoofed animals that they just graze. So, yeah, but just because they're not... Dude, even if it was somebody's pet horse, yeah. you would oh, yeah. go yeah. up to him like yeah. that, oh, yeah. right? And you're like, what? Why? What are you doing? Yeah. Well, yeah. And, I mean, because okay. at that point, too, at no, like you don't know when they're going to suddenly consider you a threat right. to the herd. And, I mean, I've watched enough nature shows to watch them protect against the wolves and stuff that are still around that area. Yeah. There's plenty of dangers out there that may or may not be you. And if they think it's you, well... I've seen Watch the video out. of the girl getting like just tossed in the air. Yeah, there's a couple of videos like that. Yeah. People just getting thrown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like practice safe conservation. There you go. <laughs> go right. to a place where it is it's easy to learn about the animals and also learn to respect the animals. So when you go to somewhere like Yellowstone, you're not running up there like an idiot. Yeah. And <laughs> maybe that's why I don't have too many stories of being scared, is because we have good animal practices for keeping. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I haven't that been in makes too many scary situations. And a lot of the ones that are uh scary is like quote unquote quote scary where I like walked out on stage to go do my performance and realized I had like none of the props that I needed with me on my person. <laughs> that's, that's like that's the other kind terrifying. of terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> like when you're I'm Whoops. about to do this and I that just seems like a like bad dreams for me yep. where it's yeah. like I'm going out there to perform and I don't have any of my materials quick. Let me do something. And that now those materials are gone. Yeah. And this this endless loop of dreams that I hate. But when it's actual <laughs> real, that's even more terrifying is there anything you don't like working with any animal that you're like oh this is just kind of a pain in the butt to work with not that they're bad or whatever they're just 
they're just kind of hard that to I deal dislike. with. Not, not dislike the animal, but just kind of difficult to work with. No, I don't have any animals where I think like, oh, no, I have to work with this one again today. They're all just fun. Just they like, are yes. mostly fun in their own way, but they all have some, well, they have their idiosyncrasies. So there uh, might be one that's especially stinky, for instance. And then you're like, well, if I have to go record a podcast later today. Maybe not do that one. Maybe <laughs> don't get too close to that one just for the sake of everyone else around. Uh, so, yeah, there are things or some animals animals are really messy to clean up after so then or if you give a really fun enrichment sometimes where the animal has actually played with the toy that you created for them out of whatever be shredded paper or sometimes we might give out say like a partial head of cabbage to one of the eagles and not because eagles eat cabbage but because it's really shreddable okay <laughs> but then the person the next morning who comes in to clean up the eagle's house gets to deal with all of that has shredded cabbage all Everywhere. over yeah so like, you can tell she had a really great time, though. So now you get to clean up all of this. Yes, Congratulations. So, they just, so eagles just land on the cabbage, just tear it apart? They just like yeah, to do that? It depends on the individual. So some birds or animals play differently or interact differently with their enrichments, which is why we like to offer lots of different stuff because you kind of don't know. Like, what do they want to do with this? That I don't know. That is kind of true. What is a polar bear going to do with a cat of cabbage? Yeah. He's never seen that shit before, right? <laughs> He's going to tear it up. <laughs> of course he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, we he's do, a polar bear. So we right. do uh, have some birds that really enjoy shredding cabbage, turns out. That's yeah. kind of fun. fun. That yeah, would be it kind is of, fun. That would be kind of fun, right? Another yeah. coaster question then on that point, uh, kind of the opposite of that. Do you have a favorite animal? Ooh. I... Not to eat. Not to eat. Oh, Whoa. oh, thank you for the clarification. <laughs> I guess yeah, we need some clarification from <laughs> yeah. Scott over here. Could you be saying, more We talked about platypuses specific. last time, right? They <laughs> oh, sound did. delicious. Oh, that is right. We yeah, talked we did about, talk about the, that. The, the, the edibleness of a platypus. Very small. But you can go back. Delicious. You can go back and listen to that episode and get the <laughs> yeah. takes on that. But do you <laughs> have a, some gems? <laughs> do you have a favorite? It's so hard for me to choose a favorite, and but we get asked that question all the time. So we used to, well, I used to choose like, well, maybe I have a favorite mammal, favorite bird, favorite reptile, and maybe that would be good enough. But then I found that even those would switch. Like my favorite bird would change and be like, oh, I think today it's Phoenix the Harris's hawk, and then next week I'd feel like, well, maybe it might actually be Twiggy, the red-legged Seriema. But what I found was my favorite reptile pretty much was a constant. Mm -hmm. And so then I think I just had to admit my favorite animal was a reptile, which I never cool. would have guessed coming into the profession. I thought, oh, reptiles, they're okay, but they're not going to be my thing. Mm -hmm. It turns out my favorite animal is a reptile, and his name is Jumbo Jet. He is a radiated tortoise. Oh, they come from Madagascar. Oh, and wow. I love him. And he was so, I think part of why is that I wasn't expecting him to be charismatic in any way because I just thought that reptiles didn't have that much personality when I was first starting out. I had no idea. And so then when I actually started working with him and realizing how charismatic he is, sometimes I describe him as a really slow puppy dog, like just <laughs> really slow. If your puppy dog was slowed down to like one tenth of the speed of a normal puppy, that it would be kind of like Jumbo Jet. And it was fantastic. And then I got to train Jumbo Jet to do a behavior. And then I learned that they actually are smart and trainable, just really, really? slow. And yeah, it was amazing. So I think that just made him I love the name. be my favorite. Like, I know. Jumbo Jet's great. Yeah. 
like so how is it just like a food based thing with like any other animal like training uh, a a tortoise on that it, like- it, yeah it's very similar so i trained him to just we call it an a to b which is where they start at point a and they end up at point b yeah. that's very basic and but his was a little bit complicated cuz he did have to take some turns to get to point b <laughs> um and it was a behavior he would do on stage while uh the crowd was waiting there was be like a music a song playing while they were waiting for the show to start and we would just set jumbo jet down at point a and he'd walk across the stage while people waited and the music played <laughs> and then he'd leave and then the real show would start that's amazing. so yeah it was just he was just kind of a filler um and And the way that we trained that was we would put some uh, treat down right at where we wanted him to finish the behavior. So there was like a little hole in the back wall and he would walk through that. And so we started out by just putting little treats there, like maybe a little grape and a piece of lettuce and then put Jumbo Jet one foot away. So he has to walk one foot and then next time two feet away, he walks two feet to get his treats and you back up the behavior the whole way. And then he learns if I go to that hole, there's treats in there every time. And so he goes to the hole over and over and pretty soon you just have this really slow tortoise. Who you could eventually like just do it across the thing. It's like, we need to fill five minutes. Minutes, so put him just about put, halfway put across. Put Jumbo Jet down. Yeah. <laughs> How long would it take for him to get across? It depends because if it's a little bit uh, chillier weather, he tends to move slow. Or just even if he's sleepy, he tends to move a little bit slower. Okay. But actually for a tortoise, he's pretty quick. So if he's feeling active and uh, wanting to really get going, he's raring to go. He could do <laughs> the behavior across stage. It was about he could he would go halfway across and then turn and go toward the hole. So he could do it in probably a minute and a half if he was really trucking. All right, cool. So you can kind of base it off of that too. It's like, we got to, we got to fill a little bit of time getting everything prepared in the bag. Yep. Tortoise and a jumble jet. Make it happen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Somebody find the grapes and the lettuce and get, break out the big guns. That is fantastic. Uh, Before we get out of here, I want to do called shots. So Scott, get ready for yours. Oh shit. I know. Like every, every time we're doing this. So it's what we're doing is we're highlighting a place that we love to go to. And for people who are out of town who we have, maybe it might be a place that is not in town. Scott's last couple ones have been in Seattle. My t- today is going to be in Seattle as well. Oh, you son oh, of a geez. bitch. Yeah, but I want to, and a lot of times it's like food and stuff like that, but I wanted to do something different for mine. Oh, uh, I want to give a shout out to Alexis over at Sublime Therapeutic Massage. They're up on Ooh. McKinley, uh, right up kind of pretty close to Dusty's Hideaway, like on the same street Did as there. Did you get a massage, dude? I got a massage. What? My, my this wife, is the first time I've heard about this. My wife got it for me. Because I managed at work, because I'm an idiot, I threw out my shoulder. Oh, yeah. And at first I thought I threw so out my shoulder. heavy lifted that you threw out your shoulder? Now, to be perfectly <laughs> honest, there are some certain doors where I work oh, that are very heavy. Heavy doors you have to They're open. Very heavy oh. doors. This is not sounding good. No. But essentially what happened was was I wasn't opening them correctly. Oh, dude, I was, I was in this lazy. meeting and I picked up the, the whiteboard marker. I was so Shut heavy. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> there are workplace injuries that can happen through the negligence of your own stupidity and that was this was one of them and i literally at first i thought i like pulled a muscle sleeping because i went to oh, bed no. and then i woke up and my shoulder hurt real bad that's how and you know you're old it's old sleeping right? injury yeah and I'm like, well I'm i mean like, it's that or the opening doors <laughs> like one or the other <laughs> neither me. of them are really great injury sustained while honest. napping yes. yeah I've done you know that. how old we sound we've talked about soup for two oh. episodes. Oh, I love soup. Let's talk about <laughs> right, soup. Exactly. We, <laughs> we don't think that people well. want to talk about soup, and then you ask them what their favorite oh, soup is. People, people have opinions about oh, soup, right? Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
And so I hurt myself and I'd been bitching and complaining about it. And I like literally couldn't like lift my arm over my head sort of thing. And see, I can do it now. Um, and I, uh, the wife was finally like, she's like, okay, I go to this place very frequently. Let me get you a gift certificate. And so I went and we're sitting there and I was like, I just need work on my neck and shoulders cause they hurt. And she was super cool. Alexis was amazing. And then, uh, we're sitting there and did the normal massage, like, you know, face down, like I'm getting all my sinuses all clogged while I'm doing it and hoping I don't drool everywhere sort of mm. thing going on with my mind. Um, and then she, we, uh, I flip over and she like towards the end of it, just like pushes on my shoulders and pain stopped. Like legitimately, it's like it, uh-huh. not no bullshit at all. It was like suddenly like I have this dull pain in my arm and it is gone. Nice. And so, like, amazing shout out. Again, it's Alexis over at Sublime Therapeutic Massage. I had to make sure and get that correctly, but they're amazing. And I absolutely 100% recommend it. So, that's my call shot. Damn awesome. it. That's a good one, too. Thank you. Yeah. I, I want to do uh, my physical therapist. I want to get them on for, for my knee. Yeah. At some point, I want, I want to drag them on the podcast, but that's another. We'll have to be doing that, yeah, too. Yeah. 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 So I what's think, yours? What's yours, Scott? Fuck, I don't know. You got me now. <laughs> um, oh, I'm um, Hooverville. God damn it, Hooverville. It's, yeah, it's a bar. It's like uh, one of my go-to bars. It's um in the Stadium District um in Seattle. Oh, yeah, I'm going okay, to yeah. Seattle again. Mm. Sorry. You got your Seattle bars um, where you hang out before you yeah, take the commuter man, train. It's, so it's good stuff. Yeah, mm. it's it's one of my favorite. Like um, I started going there when I very very first started this job. My uh, buddy. Took me there, and they just um like Laura. She's like the manager there. They, they, she's just fantastic. The people there are awesome. There's no food, but um, it's just a cool bar, like right next across from. That's fine. Uh, Sometimes you don't need food. Sometimes you just want to drink. What's the uh baseball stadium? T-Mobile. Uh, there's T-Mobile Park. Yeah, and there's yeah, that's the baseball stadium. Yeah, it's like a, a block from there. It's fantastic. That's Hooverville. that's my go-to. Hooverville. Nice. Yeah, you'll see me. I check in there a lot, and uh, <laughs> you'll see a couple of Grit City uh, podcast stickers under the taps. Oh, yeah, so, really? Yeah, yeah, Did you ask there. them to put him there or did you just put him there? That's, you just sneak him in there. Yeah. No, they what... wouldn't let me behind the bar. Not anymore. Not since the incident. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, practice safe sticking when you uh, <laughs> stick our stickers anywhere from diecutstickers.com. Mm. Uh, maybe maybe ask people to put them somewhere. Eh, or, or wait till their back's turned. Yeah, or mm. uh, if a car is parked illegally and parked like an ass, <laughs> maybe just put a sticker on the back of it. I don't know. On the front, right? On right the where front. They park, right? right yeah, right. like right on their windshield. Don't be a or like, yeah. Maybe not. That <laughs> might not be a good look. Put it for in their rearview mirror. So yeah. when they look, they can see our logo. <laughs> so, Suzanne. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Give us your called shot, a place that you love to go yeah. to. You love to give a shout out to. There are so many good Tacoma venues. And I don't want to repeat ones that you guys have already shouted out to. Good luck. So, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I. Do, let's see. So first, I was thinking maybe Devil's Reef, but I'm Good guessing call. that we, you guys nobody do has enjoy. called shot. Oh, no one has called shot Devil's so Reef. Definitely. How about Edgeworks Climbing Gym? Oh, I don't know anything about there. What? Yeah, there do is. Do I look a, like a climber? There's everybody can climb. Okay, that's one of the amazing things about it. Anybody really? can do it. Oh yeah, it's awesome. Uh, so Edgeworks Climbing Gym is uh, just off of is it ninth, sixth or ninth? Um, like Ooh. right where you would get off. To go on to Highway 16 oh, if you're going to cross one the bridge. Just right over here. Like you can kind of see it. Um... Or are you thinking more along like Pearl Street? Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. up on the north end on of the north sixth, end. or yeah. the west end of Sixth Avenue. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. But yeah, if you're interested nice. in rock climbing at all, that is indoor rock climbing. 
uh, really? is the place to do it. But so those those ones aside, I think I actually am going to shout out to the Grand Cinema. Have we what? shouted out to them oh, before? Good call. The Grand deserves a shout out, right? Yeah, right. I mean, of course. We are just past Oscar time now, and they uh, are. I just didn't know you awesome... were a movie person. Nice. Yeah, yeah. They're an awesome, just independent theater nonprofit. They are all about bringing the art of mm-hmm. film mm-hmm. to the community. And the owner Philip is a great guy. And right now, there's a little trailer that you might see playing before films that is focused on getting people to try and find some ways to conserve in their own life. So really, yeah. So we appreciate their dedication to sustainability as well. That's cool. amazing. And I, uh, you know, I, I I've been there a couple times for different movie nights. They'll do the uh, Saturday night and Friday night movies. Yeah. And I've had a lot of fun there watching The Room, mm-hmm. which is fantastic because it's a whole theater experience. It's kind of like Rocky Horror. People yeah. throw like spoons around and just have a lot of fun with it and yell at the screen and have a lot, uh, do a lot of ridiculous things with that. We watched the cat, my wife and I, the cat film fest. Yeah. Where it's, a, it's basically an hour and a half of like cat videos. Yeah, Scott's giving me the Harry. Oh, you can go. One. Yeah, you can go, Scott. I, this is uh, a no. You look like you want to. <laughs> no, I, I can tell. No, and they are awesome <laughs> no. purveyors of the Tacoma Film Festival. Yes. yes, and we've had them on a couple of times. Yeah, Wade with the Weird Elephant. Mm-hmm. Um, weird and, Elephant too. Yeah, Yay. Weird Elephant. The stuff that they've done with that. So good. This is a great stuff, and they have amazing popcorn. Their popcorn is really oh. good. My, uh, I've got an in-law who lives across the street. The condos from there. Yeah. If, even if he doesn't want to go see a movie, he'll just walk across the street and get a bag <laughs> of popcorn, popcorn and come back. So huh. all in all, it's worth it. That was a really great call. Yeah, and I that love was it. a Actually, good one, man. You hit a three for one on that, so Woo. I appreciate all of those. Yay! And we'll get you back on eventually because, yeah. you know, everything with drinking for conservation uh, is happening monthly. And like yeah. we said, you can search for it. If you can click on the links here or just look for drinking for conservation on Facebook. You have... I know especially you'll have the next month's event happening yes. and then you can go and check those out as you're going along Yeah, and uh, see everything. It's super easy too. It's a mm-hmm. one month, one day a month. You sure. get to go out, hang out with some people. It's for a good cause. Like everybody should do it. March, Why not? March for Penguins is happening again when? March 25th Perfect. at State Street. So yeah. you've got plenty of time to go check that out and see some more stuff. Thank you guys for listening to us. If you want to let us know about things that are going on in the city or the roundabout area or maybe interesting people that you'd like to have us on the podcast, send us an email, uh, info at gritcitypodcast.com, or you can just instant message us on instant message. Uh, send yeah. us a message on <laughs> Facebook. DM. Go into our DMs if you want to on Instagram or on Twitter, yes. any of these different platforms. And if you guys want stick let us know if you guys want to help us out uh, financially. You can do so by backing us and being a Patreon, which will get you access to our Discord channel. Uh, all of the old episodes that are available when back when Brogan and Scott were just doing them, and even some of our other previous ones. You'll see live yeah. video feeds that we've had um, previous shirts. Uh, t-shirts are available mm-hmm. from the Shroom Sweat Brothers. Shirts, if you Sweat want to get on top of that, yeah. Um, all of those logos, which will be going away soon. Yep. We will be getting some new designs. We don't know yet. So you guys have some suggestions about artists or anything along those lines. We want to work with local artists to put out something really cool. Yeah, There's so, a lot of black and white going on in this room. Right I know. Now. We need a little bit. Uh, I mean, it, it kind of fits with what Tacoma is. But maybe we could brighten it up a little yeah, bit. Wouldn't be yeah, bad. Maybe. 
could do something. So again, shoot us some info, shoot us some messages. Oh. Info at Great City Podcast. Pod, podcast? Podcast. Podcast. Mm-hmm. That's a different thing. That's not it, what <laughs> we're doing. So what we uh, do. Coaster questions. Yes. On the website. There's a form that you can do it, but if you just want to be like, here's a coaster question, and you just send us a message, that works as well. Yeah. Uh, on people that we've had previous, if you want to have us on, or if you just want to ask questions to the drunk podcaster. Hey, you if you have animal-related so. questions. I'm there. Right? Yeah. We'll get you back on, Suzanne. That thank, would be awesome. Thank you so much. And to everybody out there, stay gritty. You've been listening to the Grit City Podcast. Check them out at gritcitypodcast.com. <laughs>